just like a casual murderer that is just like, boom, Dexter, like, hey, you're an asshole, I'm gonna kill you. No, he's like an actual murderer for no fucking reason at all. And he doesn't just murder you like, oh, a little like poison in your tea. Like, he doesn't murder you elegantly or anything. He fucking rapes the crap out of you with one of those pokey things from a damn fireplace. I don't understand it. I'll never understand it. Irregardless, you guys are fucked up. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. It is so good to be back in my house. <laughs> it seems like the show has been on the road like more than I've been doing it at my house, but it's uh, it's been good, man. I'm so happy. Uh, I'm, I got a lot of things going on. I can't wait to get to them. It is our final show of October, and I've got some sweet surprises for you people. Uh, things that you probably were not expecting, and uh, they're going to happen. So let's not waste a ton of time, and let's start with a happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the when? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Yes, and uh, this is the Happening Now monologue, where I get to kind of rant a little bit, tell you some things that are kind of happening to the thing. Um, and, of course, uh, Halloween's in two days. Three? Two? Yes, two. Friday. Um, and today would be uh, our last show of October, as I mentioned previously. And I'm kind of excited for Halloween, and I don't really care so much for holidays and things like that. But holiday Halloween is actually, a, it puts a kind of a nice period on the end of October. And then November puts a nice period on the, you know, Thanksgiving puts a nice period on it. So it's October. So I'm starting to get in that, that, uh, that fall um, mode and work is just continuously going crazy. And I'm just trying to, uh, I mean, I've been so busy with the past few gigs have been uh, just really fun. I did a, um, uh, uh, the hysterical medium at large, Charlatan, did a uh, a private event yesterday, which could have went better. I'll be honest with you. Um, but uh, a lot of the shows have been just fantastic. I did an open mic night on uh, Sunday, and then I was down in Hanover, which I haven't been in a year. Uh, up in Bangor Friday, and then a hysterical medium last week, and then I did Whippersnappers last broadcast uh, last Wednesday. And it's just, it's so, I'm just so busy. And I'm happy. I'm happy to be busy. So tomorrow night will be the last Psychic Medium show. 
Um, and people have asked me, are you going to do anything with it? Is it, is it going anywhere else? Are you going to, are you going to kind of do it? And I'm like, you know, it's, uh, he's in the resume, he's in the portfolio. Um, so I don't know where it's going to go, but it, it's probably something that it is Salem. And maybe every once in a while I'll do a special occasion where I'll add some, maybe I'll add some more into it, or I'll do some more special effects where I can actually have people at the theater and then it'll be fun. So it's, you know, it's just a thing. Here's the thing. And last but certainly not least, um, my wife has uh, calmed down, uh, come down or over, been overcome with the sickness. Yes, she got sick because she's been burning it at both ends uh, like myself. So the, uh, oh, Karen is right. The psychic show Mark is doing. Final show tomorrow night, Gallus Hill, 7 p.m. Technically, it's uh, 7.30, but yeah, if you're going to get there a little early, that's fine too. Um. But my wife is actually sick, which means in about, uh, yeah, which which means I'll be sick in about a week. Uh, and I can't get sick. I can't get sick. No, we are not going to get sick um, because I got too much stuff coming up. I really do. I mean, I've got, uh, even next week was supposed to be a little thin. I booked it out. <laughs> I completely booked it out uh, where it's just, there's so many things, so many things. But again, I'm happy for it. So I'm trying not to get sick. And it is cold, flu, and Ebola season. <laughs> there we go. Sorry. I got to take some Ricola for the Ebola. Uh, so, yes, I'm drinking more tea. Drink more tea. That's what the Muppets say. Uh, as a matter of fact, I am drinking uh, some tea right now. Here we go. <sighs> tea. And I think it's, uh, it's green tea with some mint. And uh, my wife and I were doing... Um, emergency like it's like it's crack around here we're not even putting in water anymore we're just snorting it right out of the package it's like we're all wired up so it's uh we're doing all that so so that's the happening now monologue and let's move on because yes green tea with mint is excelente it is uh this is one of the last times actually it's only going to be happening for another three three weeks and then we are officially going to retire the movie this week in movie history so let's do it with a, a slight whimper this week in movie history yes this week in movie history uh, where I go through the week of uh, what has actually happened let's see uh, David Key, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Kim had just said David's tea makes a great herbal blend called Organic Cold 911. Good shit. I don't know where David's tea is, so we'll have to recommend that. Uh, my tea tastes like red wine. <laughs> no, there's Brendan. So before we get into the movies, uh, I'd like to thank uh, Brian Gerard, Brendan Millet, uh, Karen, uh, I said it again, Brendan Millet, uh, Karen Scalia, Kim Santo, and our mystery guest. Uh, for joining me live on uh, Mixler. And uh, I actually have one guest visiting my website right now, and you know who you are, so because I don't. But I'm looking at the Google Analytics currently, and it says one person. So thank you for joining me, if you are, in fact, joining me from um, my website. If you'd like to live chat, all you got to do is, is click that speaker box. You know what I probably should have done? I probably should have said all of this before I started the movie thing. That would have been pretty fucking good if I did that. 
if you want a live chat, uh, all you got to do is click the speaker box, and that will send you to Mixler, where you can sign on using your Facebook, email, or a different address, and you can actually participate live in the chat, which we're going to be doing that very soon. And this is where I actually started doing the This Week in Movie History, and now we've gone past that. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to stop it, So, and I'm going to start the This Week in Movie History. This Week in Movie History, in the year 1693, three witches suck out the life of Emily Binks and turn her brother, Thackeray, into a cat and get, and get hanged. Turn her brother, Thackeray, into a cat and get hanged. Oh, there you go. Uh, Hocus Pocus, Cam is not fucking around tonight. I'm not even trying for that, but it is. Uh, this week in movie history, and this freaked me out a little bit, uh, George Bailey and Mary Hatch Mary, the Bailey building and loan manages to stay open with only $2 left, and that's probably one for another time, but I didn't realize they got married this week in movie history, and that is from It's a Wonderful Life. Now comes the more modern history. In 1984, Mr. Miyagi defends Daniel against some bullies. And that was from The Karate Kid. 1984. Really? That was 30 years ago. Really? Uh, this week in movie history, 1990, five very dumb men from Mars land in Big Bean, Illinois. That's a trick. That's a trick. Brendan may know this one. Uh, I'll give him a second on that one. Uh, this week in movie history, in 1991, the perfect storm hits the New England and Canadian coast. And spoiler. Uh, this week in movie history, uh, Rebecca decides to leave school, but her resident advisor, Crawl, talks her out of it. And that was uh, Polly Shore in Son-in-Law. Yes. Uh, another one for Brendan. Uh, this week in movie history, 1995, Two-Face and the Riddler kidnap Dr. Chase Meridian. <laughs> Yikes. That would be Batman forever. Suck. Uh, this week in movie history in the year 2009, Mark Zuckerberg. Yes, it is Batman Forever. Uh, this week in movie history, Mark Zuckerberg launches Facemash.com. And that would be the social network. And here's something uh, near and dear to my heart. Uh, this was a very special night. This week in movie history in the year 2004, the Red Sox win the World Series for the first time in 86 years. And that would be with the movie Fever Pitch, which my wife was in. Uh, and this week in movie history, in the year 2033, the T-850 that killed John Connor is sent back to 2004. That would be Terminator 3. No, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. See? That's why it's tricky. Because he killed John Connor, and then that one was reprogrammed and sent back. See, there you go. So that is this week in movie history. The one that I did not give away. Uh, let's see. Did anybody say it? Nope. Brenda's keyboard's on fire. Social network forever. No, it's not forever. Oh, Batman forever. Yes. Karate Kid. The movie that I actually said that I didn't want to say was the five very dumb men, the dumb men from Mars land in Big Bean, Illinois. That was a movie called Spaced Invaders. Oh, and this one's also for, um, for Brendan. Uh, I missed it. This week in 1985, Rorschach writes in his journal for the last time. Uh, there we go. And that would be The Watchmen. Yes, it would. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're moving right along. We're going to make some Terminator salvation. Just, you know, Terminator 3. Fuckface, what's wrong with you? Horshack. I don't know who Horshack. I don't know what's going on. Rorschach. <laughs> Rorschach. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, since I promised you that in this um, this whole month, because it is October, we would only uh, do, do you want to see something scary? And that's what I'm going to do. So want to see something scary. This is the tricky game where I play five clips uh, with about a second in between them. And you have to write down all five clips. Oh, Mr. Cotta, Mr. Cotta. Oh, uh, too soon. Uh, so you have to write down all five. Actually, I think there's only four in this one. I'm sorry. There's only four in this one. Let me double check because you know how I get sometimes with my show prep. Uh, yes, there are only four. Uh, so you want to write down all four and then hit enter or return, depending on what it says in your keyboard. Actually, on my laptop, it says enter and return, which is fucked up because it's a Mac. Uh, but that's how we're going to play. So, ladies and gentlemen, and keep in mind, the Twilight Zone theme is the intro to the game. So here we go. Uh, oh, yeah, Mr. Cotter. No, wait a minute. Mrs. Mrs. Cotter's dead. Yeah. Gabe Kaplan's still around. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here you go. You want to? You want to see something really scary? You want to see something really scary? They will say that I have shed innocent blood. What's blood for? If not for shedding. Now clear your minds. It knows what scares you. It has from the very beginning. Don't give it any help. It knows too much already. <laughs> I will play that one more time. Mine is the intro. Remember, there's only four. It's tough. We're all going to laugh at you. Oh, let's see. What did he get? They will say that I have shed innocent blood. What's blood for, if not for shedding? Now clear your minds. It knows what scares you. It has from the very beginning. Don't give it any help. It knows too much already. Oh, Brendan, let's see. Brendan got the carry. That was correct. The fly, the original fly uh, from 58, I believe it was. And he says, no idea. And then poltergeist. Now that you've given away them all but one. Oh, well, except for poltergeist. Yes, poltergeist was the last one. But the one in the middle, the third one right there. You got to get that one. It's the very. No, not Tangia. I don't know what the fuck Tangina is. You say Tangina, I say Tangina. <laughs> no, let's not. You do you want me to, I'll just play that. See if I can get just to it. Here we go. What's and blood? Say Here we go. Here we go. They will say that I have shed innocent blood. What's blood for? If not for shedding. That's the tricky one. Oh, Tangina. Uh, come on, Mangina. Yeah, Mangina. It's Mangina. Come on, this is the last one for the month, guys. Really? Oh, you know what I'm gonna have to do now. I'm gonna give you till I'll give you a five count. Yeah, you should know that. You should know it. They actually made two movies, and it's not like Final Destination or anything like that. Brent Brian got it with Candyman. <laughs> Candyman. Not this kid. Well, Candyman. Let's see. 
There you go. <laughs> Christina Aguilera is just as scary. <laughs> Here we go. So that's how we play that, ladies and gentlemen. That's We're not going to play that anymore. So, so that was Do You Want to See Something Scary? And because Brendan got them all, but that one, I have to give him. That was scary. Yeah, they scared you. <laughs> and of course... Uh, because Brian got it right. You don't scare me. I got chunks of guys like you in my stool. That's right. And that is the very last game. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we get it into it even a little bit more, Christina is the white Oprah of the weight. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's like bouncing around so much. Um, as you know, it is October, which is a scary month. And that's what I've been doing. I've been playing. Do you want to see something really scary? Uh, a lot of the movies... Uh, in the movie, uh, the, the This Week in Movie History, have been scary movies and Michael Myers and Jason and Carrie and all that stuff. So we've had kind of an October theme the whole month, which has been really good. But as you know, a friend of mine always uh, it was bothering me the whole time. And I said, no, you can't participate. It's it's Jigsaw from the movie, movie Saw. And he was doing all the word problems where he would scare everybody. And he got a big kick out of it. And I said, look, it's already scary. It's already October. You can't be scaring people like that. Because it, it's when it's not October, you're freaking people out. So imagine if it is in October and then you do your thing. It's completely freaking out. So he, you know, so he, he begged me, he begged me, he begged me. So I said, fine, I'll give you a little bit of time tonight on the show. And what he did is he cut together this uh, a new word problem. And I, I know, ladies and gentlemen, I know, I know, I said I wouldn't do it. But it's another edition of Jigsaw's Word Problems where you have to play the game that Jigsaw makes you play. And it, hold on a second. Oh, oh, there he is. I just walked in. Jigsaw, okay. Okay. We just It's the last time we're doing this. So put down, put down that, what is that, a knife? A machete. Okay, nice. Thank you. So it's a machete. All right. So here's the way we're going to play. Apparently, if you guys get them right, I live. And if you get them wrong, well, I guess this show's over in five minutes. So that's, or three based on the promo. So uh, you got to do the right. Yeah, it's a panic attack. There's a, Everybody has a panic attack. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, please help me help you help me help Jigsaw. By playing, the, <laughs> he wanted to do it. All right, let's play some of Jigsaw's word problems. Here we go. Hello. I want to play a game. This is a word game. And you're going to play whether you want to or not. Live or die. The choice is yours. All right, here we go. Example one. All right, here we go. Pamela Voorhees went on vacation. She drove the car 60 miles an hour okay. to the campground. Okay. After traveling for five hours, how many counselors did her son Jason kill? Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brennan, help me with that. You know uh, Pamela Voorhees. She drove 60 miles, took her an hour. Four. Four? Is it four? Brenda will get this one. All right. None. He wasn't in it till the end. You're correct. Example it's, two. it's a trick question. Gotcha. It's fucking with us already. Tommy Ross 
asks Carrie White to okay. the prom. And there's a killing spree. Okay. How can they get the limo deposit money back? <laughs> Tommy Ross asks Carrie White to the prom and there's a killing spree. How can they get the limo deposit back? Any ideas? They, they can't, correct. They can't. Okay, good. Okay, good. Put it away, you fucking crazy bitches. Example right. three. All right, here's the last one. Thank God. Rosemary Woodhouse okay. had a baby okay. <laughs> that weighed seven pounds, six ounces. Okay. In the first six weeks, the baby gained three pounds. Okay. How difficult will it be for Rosemary to find daycare? <laughs> Rosemary Woodhouse had a baby that weighed seven pounds, six ounces. The first six weeks, the baby gained three pounds. How difficult will it be for Rosemary to find daycare? <laughs> and put it down. Brendan hasn't answered yet. It's, I know, don't. It's too difficult for you. He's, he's threatening me now. Uh, it's, I know. It's, it's night care. Is night care the correct answer? I think Brendan said it was night. Brian said it was night care. Is it? Is it? Okay. <laughs> it's too difficult. Brendan said too difficult, and Brian said it's night. Okay, good. Okay, fuck. Uh, Ow. What? Really? Fucker. He just stabbed me. (laughs) He just jabbed me with that machete. You happy now? Good. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, that was Jigsaw's word problem. And J- I, you know, I talked to him. I, they don't see him as scary. So, <laughs> so that's the game we're going to be playing uh, that we've played. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for joining me here at Radio Regardless. My name is Mark Scalia. This is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. If you want to leave a question or comment for Radio Regardless, you can email us or me, because it's just me, at radioirregardless at gmail.com. Uh, you can even call the hotline at 978-219-9294. And we're going to take our first break. And when we come back from break, you're going to be joining me and my very special guest, Mr. Brian Gerard, who happens to be on the Mixler line right now. And he's going to get off there, and he's going to get on here, and that's what it's going to do. And it says that's what it's So, (laughs) you are listening to Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We will be right back. Coming to Salem this October. His visions outrageous. His predictions outlandish. His knowledge of the future is both ridiculous and benign. He is the world-renowned psychic. He is the hysterical medium at large, Charlatan. Appearing October 9th, 16th, 23rd, and 30th. Just go to gallowshillsalem.com and click the Psychic Show link. When I am in this section of the galaxy, I listen to radio irregardless with Mark Scalia. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Air Regardless hotline at 978 219 
9294. And you're back on Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me via Skype is the pre-forementioned, or the aforementioned, Brian Gerard. Ooh, pre-forementioned. Yes, wow. or, or the aforementioned. I don't know. Something requires surgery there, and I'm kind of nervous about yeah. that. <laughs> I'm just adjusting some levels. Brian, It's uh, it's uh, thank you so much for joining us on the uh, on the line tonight and as i adjust blah 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 uh tell my listening audience a little bit about you so i can adjust some sound as well well i just uh walked through my living room and stepped on a tack so um <laughs> i probably will have to get a tetanus shot soon no not from and, a tack uh, I'm, I'm bleeding from my foot other than that uh from a tack I, it was a rusty tack yeah. a really big rusty tack <laughs> i don't know where it came from uh but this is a true story <laughs> and uh Let's see a little bit about me. I am a stand-up comic photographer, writer, something or another, and uh, here I am. And you're on my show, which is nice. I and is. you just stepped on yourself. Now, was it because you're freaked out by Jigsaw's whole thing? I think so. He's, I think that really creeped me out. Well, I know he creeps a lot. Well, he is actually better. He's done better. Usually, he just does the word problems, and he just. He scares the shit out of people with two plus two. I mean, who would think that? But he's. I know. So you and I have actually uh, we've worked together a couple times. You uh, you mm-hmm. run a show in in my hometown of uh, Salem, Mass at uh, at Murphy's, right? I I do every other Thursday. It's a little show called Shtick Figures. I have a uh, about seven comics on and uh, give myself a little time on stage, and uh, it's it's free, and it starts at like seven thirty, and. Uh, there's beer, so that's always good. <laughs> but yeah, but the beer's not supplied. They they can buy. No, it. no, you have to pay for the beer, pay but it does beer. make the comedy funnier. <laughs> so, and this is not even. I mean, you've been at comedy for a little bit, and this is not the first run you uh, ran. You run the run your room, the room you've run. Room no, it's none of that. Uh, you actually uh, ran uh, ran another room in Beverly. Is that correct? I did. I, I ran a room at the Spotlight Tavern over on Rantoul Street, and uh, then we just shipped on over to Murphy's and uh, thought, hey, let's try it here. And um, I, the last show actually was the most exciting show we've ever done. Really? At uh, at what? It, in Beverly? At Murphy's. Oh. Uh, it turns out nobody could find the, uh, <laughs> the uh, PA system. So we, we did a we did a very intimate night of comedy where we actually stood in the middle of the thirty or forty people that were there and just yelled our asses off. Do you, uh, do you realize that's a dance club that's got speakers everywhere, right? It it, it does. What we just f- did, you know? It, but there was they're way up on the ceiling, and mm. you know, no one was tall enough, and it was dark, and and they couldn't find the <sighs> microphone that connected to these said speakers. No, not what at all. What the f- so, fuck, so cowboy? So <laughs> actually, it, it, but it probably was the best show we've had there because everybody was really into it, yeah. and uh, it, suddenly you had a free hand too. So it, you know, it added extra dimensions to the comedy. <laughs> That's awkward. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it so you're not only it. producing your own shows; you're actually working a lot of different shows, yet, and you're traveling around. How long have you been at the comedy game? Uh, I, I've been doing it for 20 years, but I took 18 years off in the middle. Um, 
started out about 20 years ago, realized I wasn't mature enough to handle like the little towny crowds that were like throwing crap at me. Yeah. Uh, took a big break, went off, uh, did like one of the first internet blogs uh, back in the early 90s and then uh, wrote a book. And suddenly one day I said, you know, I got to be on stage again. So in the last few years, I've, I've gotten back up on stage and uh, gotten to play uh, all over the Northeast, down to New York and stuff like that. So. Nice. And you wrote a book. What was the book about? Uh, the book was just a collection, kind of like those early uh, internet essays and, and other fun stuff. It was called uh, Slop and Swill from a Festering Mind. And uh, <laughs> you, you, can, you can get that. I had a naming contest for it, and uh, only one person wrote in. But still, uh, that's, that's the name I went with. And you can still get it at, like on barnesandnoble.com and places like that. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, cool. read it. Check out, check out the typos. I did not know stuff. you were an author. I am an author. An and, author. Uh, I'm, I'm working on my second book now. It's it's called Not Bukowski. It's not Bukowski. Right. It's going to be a lot of my stand up, but set in like iambic pentameter. I went to a vocational school, so slow the fuck down. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what iambic <laughs> pentameter is, but it, somebody told me to say that. Kankton went to what? I don't know. So, <laughs> so you travel all around you now you took a long time off and do you find it different um that uh you know you said you weren't ready for it or you weren't mature enough but how different is it from i mean i i've been doing it continuously so i don't know about the off time mm -hmm. but how different is it from when you started to when you picked it back up well i'm really old so it, it's i'm a little slower getting up you are now you are yeah you, well, um, no, what are you, 52 how, maybe? If that. No, not even. Not even. But I feel like a 90-year-old. Yeah. Um, well, you but, look much yeah. older. I just was shooting for 52. <laughs> you know, I'd love to be 52. I think that qualifies me for something, and I get a discount. Probably at a lot of the places I play. Yeah. Well, um, 50, you can get AARP. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, what's different? What is different about the comedy? Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, the I mean, doing... I mean, from somebody who's been, you know, from me, who's been doing it for 24 years, um, when I first started, the things I did, you know, I was 21, mm -hmm. and it's a huge difference between what I could do then and what was acceptable then, and then right. what I can do now. So I'm just thinking, like, what was your first couple jokes you did, and would they, did you try to do those 20 years later? Well, well, some of them I couldn't do. I, I had I had a joke uh, about uh, you know a funeral procession that night because you know all the cars headlights would be on. Holy crap! That guy knew everyone. Uh, doesn't work so well nowadays. Now that everybody has daytime running lights and stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, and then I had a I had a joke where I it was I called into like the granny line, which was a phone sex line, which you know people don't really do that much. They don't anymore. phone lines and, anymore. Yeah. And, and I talked about having sex with my grandmother and. Uh, the big change there is she's dead. Um, so, <laughs> did you uh, forgive the vernacular? Didn't happen. You it didn't, didn't happen during. during okay, <laughs> I was gonna say because that was one yeah. of my bits. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> no. I always said, "Is it better to have sex with somebody before they die or after they die?" Because if <laughs> if you if you kill them before, like just after, they're still kind of warm. Mm. Um, but if you kill them just afterwards, they stiffen up and they're tighter. So yeah. it was, <laughs> it's just, yeah. uh -huh. and it is kind of more, it's the last Halloween. It's the last show of October. I know. So. I, I do the same thing with warm, uh, I mean, microwave burritos. Okay. So nobody, it's, it's nobody, okay. ain't nobody got time for that. So <laughs> don't, mm -hmm. don't, 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 don
Yikes! Oh, matic. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, the stuff that you you can't really do the same thing. But did you try to do the same jokes right away? Or did you have to write something brand new, like you started from I, scratch? You know, or? I had so many thoughts in my head that I it was completely all brand new. And uh, I, I actually, the first time I went up, I, I actually got to do like uh, twenty minutes. Which was, Where was <laughs> I this? Don't know how, it was it was through a thing Bob Gatro had set up, and he said, "You know, oh. anybody that that hangs out with me gets to do twenty minutes." And uh, <laughs> so I talked about the time when I was forty two years old and I had a heart attack. So you had a heart attack oh, at forty two? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. What? What yeah. happened? Uh, heart. Were you doing anything? I mean, were you a smoker? I was, I was driving in a car in the rain from Burlington, Mass, to Beverly, Mass. And uh, suddenly I, I felt like this pain in my right arm instead of my left arm. Yeah. And my mouth felt like it was full of golf balls, which, uh, you know, probably I probably had more balls in my mouth than Tiger Woods' girlfriend. Oh, and uh, so, <laughs> yeah. But were you a smoker? Were you, were you heavy? Did you have, does it run in your family? That's just 42 is really. I was a, I was a burger eater cheeseburger oh, eater oh, uh, uh, I, I wasn't that heavy i mean I've, I've definitely probably lost 25 pounds since then but uh, uh it does run in my family so oh. it, it was kind of interesting so i got to the hospital and, and it turns out my my blood pressure was 196 over like uh 149 or something like that the blood <laughs> actually squirted out but <laughs> to, to keep with the halloween thing it was bleeding out of your eyes <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then the guy who ended up taking me in my room, he he was awesome. He said to me, he goes, man, I thought you were going to kick it back there. And I was like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, you did not die. <laughs> I did not die. That's wonderful. Oh, you caramba. I didn't know that. That's that's an interesting mm-hmm. little yeah. story. So after you had the heart attack, how'd you... Uh... Did you did you maintain things? Did you change things? Did you get on medication? Because oh, yeah, I want to know I'm, so I can avoid my fucking heart attack. I'm on a lot of medication, but I figured if I'm paying for all this medication, I'm not changing my diet. Right. <laughs> Isn't that what it's for? It's, I mean, it really. You know, it's, some it's, it's 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 Obamacare. Let's just do that. It, it is. It's, let's just do that. If we're gonna do it, let's just fucking do it. I'm uh, taking everything. You know, people just I go to people's houses and I take all their pills. And you that, just and open, I, just and open up I just, their medicine just cabinet, go and, and then I just go into their fridge and eat all their food. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna live, bitch. <laughs> so you and I, you and I have actually worked on the Stick Figures show, um, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to figure out if we had done anything before that, or if there was an open mic or maybe with the Winter Circle or something like that. If we you had, know, uh, I, I've been to the Winter Circle, but I, I don't know if you were ever up there any night, you know, and it's so hard to tell at the Winter Circle because there's that spotlight that is like right in your eye. So you can never tell who is there and who isn't, except for Jerry and his wife and the, you know, that sit at that front table. Yeah. Jeff Cohen, Jeff Keon had a fucking amazing story. Apparently he went to dinner at their house. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow! You gotta. You at some point you gotta ask him about it. It was oh, it was the funniest thing. He told me the did he, he told me the story on air, which was hysterical. Oh. I was like, really? Did Jerry have his hair on or? Off? I don't. I don't know. I don't. Oh. I actually haven't been there long enough to even recognize Jerry and his wife. But I know there's people that are there. Well, you can tell him he sits right in front. Yeah. You can tell that he's always there because he has a members only jacket. No, that's impossible. Yeah, even it's members a only club club members only. Jacket. <laughs> it's, it's a di- winner's circle. <laughs> it's the di- that just, I think it's a diner's club card. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I actually, uh, speaking of Diners Club, I just I was going to get rid of my American Express card. Speaking of something that went out in the fucking 90s <laughs> or the 80s. Um, but I thought you said Diners Club. I'm like, I don't even see the symbol for Diners Club anymore. No, it's nowhere anymore. So, <laughs> so, wow. so I'll tell you what, Brian. Um, here's what I'm going to do. I, you, you've got some life experience. You were out for the game for a while. Now you're back in the game for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Are you a big movie guy? Because you got some of the movie things. You actually nailed the uh, the 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 um, uh, the uh, the game. The uh, not the game. Yeah, the. Uh, have you kind of see something scary? That's what I was trying to do. I'm looking at. Something yeah, else you know, I'm, uh, I, I, I'm film. I was a film major in college, and. Uh, so I don't go to the movies anymore because I annoy myself because I go, oh, jump cut. Ooh, yeah. I can see the boom. And, you know, so <laughs> sometimes I can guess and sometimes I can't. All right. Well, we're going to take our second break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to play um, If You Can't Say Something Nice. And I'll explain the rules to that to you and okay. to my listening audience. But ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to me, Mark Scalia, on radio, irregardless. You're on standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And my guest on air, Mr. Brian Gerard. We will be right back. This is Ebenezer Scrooge. And if you're visiting Salem this holiday season, then come in and see me in Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, presented by the Salem Trolley and the Griffin Theatre. This humorous interactive performance reanimates the Dickens classic. Experience A Christmas Carol with a twist on the Salem Trolley as the holiday tale is brought to life. Tickets are on sale now. Go to SalemTrolley.com and click the special tours link. This is Ebenezer Scrooge wishing you all a humbug. I've had many shows, many guests, many listeners. Who am I? I'm, I'm kind of a physician, but not really. I'm getting my bachelor's, but I am radio irregardless. One of the things that I uh, also dislike about Facebook is finding out how religious people are after you friend them. Drives me nuts. I had this one friend that I had known forever, and then she posted one of those memes, mems, memes, whatever you want to call them, and it said, prayer is the key to heaven, but faith unlocks the door. Now I thought about that for a minute, and then I typed underneath, why the hell is the door locked? (laughs) What is heaven in Newark? And you're back on Radio Air, regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. That was a little sample, a little a little tidbit, a tidbit of Brian Gerard's stand-up. Oh, uh, that was me. That I thought was, somebody was stealing my jokes. Yeah, that, oh. was, that was you, and I believe that was when you were at the New York Comedy Club. Yes. Which is yes, a stand-up New York. fucking yep. hole in the wall. Oh, stand-up New York, not the New York Comedy yeah. Club. Yeah, 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 yeah. The New York Comedy Club is a fucking hole. The stand-up New York is actually a decent club, so... It was it was very nice if you got by the you know seventy four dollar drink minimum. So yeah. You, oh my God! Don't even get me started on the whole New York thing. That's fucking crazy town. <laughs> so uh, Brian, we're gonna play. Um, if you can't say something nice, we're I'm gonna play a clip from a movie, and it's 
pretty much an insult or it's something not as complimentary. And all you have to do is name the movie. It's pretty easy. And a lot of these movies, these are very famous movies. Uh, these are probably right. well-known movies. None of these are so uh, bizarro that you won't actually know them. And the benefit that you and I have, we're, we're talking... Uh, via Skype, and we're conver- our conversation is almost instantaneous, which is a good thing. That's your advantage. Your disadvantage, you have three of my regular listeners, and count this, six, six guest listeners that have chose not to sign on via Facebook because Facebook is intrusive. I don't blame you. Um, but all these people have the ability to type in or chat the answer. If they get it before you you lose a point and you might get something like uh if you lose a point if they if they get the correct answer they'll get this and if uh you get the wrong um uh answer you'll get this right or variations thereof so price is right yes or you might get something actually you may have a celebrity actually tell you that you've gotten it right or wrong so, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the Mixler Airways, uh, I have again as uh, well. Brian, you're actually online, so mm-hmm. you can actually type the answer if you like, or you're actually you can experience the the speed round, which will right. actually taunt the audience even more because they may be listening on a delay, an internet delay. <laughs> so again, there's your little bit of advantage. But again, there are uh, six guests and three regular listeners, which means there's nine people versus you. So do your best. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? You are all going down. Crack them knuckles. We're going to play. If you can't say something nice. You warthog-faced buffoon. Don't say nothing at all. That's right. Here we go. The first one, 12 seconds. Here we go. You're part eggplant. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you're a cantaloupe. <laughs> Anytime you're ready. I can play True it again romance. if you like. True Tr- romance. True romance. Let's see. Did my audience get it? Nope. That would be Brian. You get the first. Wow, that wasn't even uh, tricky. Here you go. You know something? I'm going to play you this. When I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. That's right. You were right. And that was right, oh, right, good. and right. Oh, Kim said it was... That. You know something? Because Brendan would have got it, too, because Brendan jumped off. I don't know. Maybe he's got a big date or something like that. But even the guests, you guys can chat right in. You can, you're can, you a guest. You're online. You can chat right in. And uh, feel free to just jot in the answer and beat Brian, because now he's up one nothing, which sucks for the listening audience. Here we go. Second one, only eight seconds long. I fart in your gender direction. Your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberries. <laughs> it is the, the Holy Grail, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. That's two. Oh, Kim Santo just typed it the moment you finished speaking. You are going to frustrate is. my audience, which I fart they, in their general direction. They are they are generally very good, and they will like they will find out where you live. So I know that I put your Facebook and your Twitter stuff up there. But the, yeah, she's fight. There we go. <laughs> Kim Santo <laughs> is out of control. Um, the audience has got to come back on this one. This one's a little tricky. This is a little obscure reference. Here we go. If I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. <laughs> was that Betty White? It was Betty White. If I had a dick, this is where I'd tell you to suck it. 
It's, it's not only that, but it's the rooster in the background that makes me laugh. Yeah, it, it is, because I, I raise chickens, so, you know, that's, yes. that's what kind of... If I had a dick, oh, this is where I'd tell you is? to suck and it. It's, it's, I lived in upstate New York and mm-hmm. uh, Lake Placid. Lake Placid. My wife thought it was the Ryan, Ryan Reynolds movie, which it wasn't. It was, in fact, Lake Placid. Oh, Brian, you are fucking messing. Nobody's done this well against my audience. <laughs> Nobody. This is crazy. Oh, my brother just jumped on. Um, I don't know how he got on, and I don't see him. That's weird. Yeah. That's, that's Betty White's fault. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to reload the page. Maybe it's my... There we go. Yeah, my brother did get it. Well, he did get it, but he got it after the fact. So uh, so here we go. This is only... Let's see. Oh, this one's tough. And remember, listening audience, if you know it, say it before my guest, because he's waiting until the clip finally plays. Here we go. Seven seconds. Moron. Raider of the Lost Fart. Rump roast. Liquor of dirty chicken butts. Buttfish. Soiler of towels. <laughs> Are you typing it in now to bother them even more? That's going to really annoy them, Brian. Do you know what it is? What was it? Raiders of the Lost Fart. Raiders of the Lost Fart. No, it wasn't that. I'll what play it. Uh, I'll play it one more time. More on. Raider of the Lost right Fart. Rump roast. Liquor of like, dirty chicken butts. Yes. Fish. Yes. Soiler towels. Oh, it is Dumb and Dumber, but my brother typed it before you said it. <sighs> so the listening audience, my brother comes in with a quick steal. Here we go. <laughs> Chris, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Your brother's got three names, and he's a white guy. That's the first sign of a serial killer. Really? He's my brother. I know him. He is a serial killer. Here we go. <laughs> I bet you do all kinds of right. Yeah, listening audiences redeeming themselves. And last, but so, now, this, see, nobody has ever beat my audience four to one. Yeah. Nobody. Even Brendan, who was incredibly uh, amazed because I played two games and with him. He didn't even do that well. Nobody in the history of Radio regardless, has ever gotten four versus my audience's one. So if you know this one, you're going to have to yell it out because they're going to get it six seconds. Here we go. Where shall I go? What shall I do? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, Jesus. That movie down south. It is that movie. Gone with the wind. What is it? Gone with the wind. Gone with the wind, and that would be... Ah, that is correct. You got it before Kim Santo wrote it, and I even waited. That is four to one. I'm gonna like, and you know something? I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna have to take a break and recount these scores because this is in Casablanca. My brother wrote. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take our third and final break. I'm gonna definitely. Um, I'm gonna add up all the points because I don't want to make a mistake. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Radio Where Regardless with me, your host. Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. Hi, this is Paul Kravitz. 
You're listening to Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia. Or is it with? I don't know, but you're listening to it, and that's the important thing. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. So much of what we do up here, and the other comic can probably attest to that, is writing. So much of this is writing. And I fear writer's block. So a buddy of mine said, hey, no worries. Get yourself a little notebook and a pencil. Keep it by the side of your bed. And when you wake up in the morning, before you do anything else, flip open that notebook, write down the first thought in your head, close that notebook. Do it for 30, 40 days. You're going to have comic gold. So sure enough, I did this. And then, of course, writer's block. It hit me. Didn't have a joke, didn't have a punchline. So I ran to my little notebook and I picked it up and I flipped open and started looking at every page. And they all said, Oh God, I gotta pee. Oh God, I gotta pee. No, really, oh God, I gotta pee. I'm Brian Gerard. You're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was, of course, uh, Brian Gerard, who is actually still with me via Skype. Uh, very funny stuff. It's, I gotta pee. I gotta pee. <laughs> so, Brian, you got uh, you got a lot of stuff coming on. You're doing the show uh, in Murphy's every, uh, th- it's every other Thursday, correct? Right. So we'll be there uh, this Thursday, November 6th. Uh, November 18th, and then we take a little break for Turkey Day, and yes. then we come back uh, first week of December. All right, cool. Hey, uh, I tell, I did total up the scores, and uh, you got four against my audience's one, and there was a little bit of controversy, in, in, fact, in fact, because Kim said she totally typed it before you said it, but... Uh, what happens is I am actually on real time. Everybody else right. is on a delay. So... You might have typed it faster, but it's one of these things that just because you're on a delay, and I'm looking at the screen, so uh, I'm going to, in fact, play you this, which I've only played one other time. You are the winner. You win. <laughs> you won. Nice. So that I is from uh, to that. Yeah, you could. I, I gotta, I gotta be honest. I cheated. You, uh, what? I, I had Roger Ebert here with me. The uh, ghost of Roger Ebert. Roger Ebert. Yes, he was. Uh... <laughs> you, oh, that's a ghost. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. He, I think that's just the now. Which one was he? The thin one. Was it the heavy one? Eventually, yes. It, oh, hey, stop. <laughs> that ain't fucking right. So, oh my God. So you get the show in Salem coming up every other week. Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to do a, one more show and then the break, the Halloween, uh, uh, holiday break, uh, which coincidentally I'm doing, I do the same thing. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't do the show during Christmas, but there might be some exceptions to that. We're going to see that out. But and what else you got coming on? What do you got? To, what do you got coming on this weekend? Uh, this weekend I've got nothing. Nothing. I am, I am <laughs> staying home and, and feeding my pet chickens. You, so how many chickens do you, well, you did recognize it, Lake Placid. So you must, right. Have we chickens. have, we have three chickens now. Um, you really have chickens like real chickens. We do real chickens in you can the yard. Ch- and someday, can... someday they're going to give us eggs. 
And uh, the thing about as, the chickens as, is uh, a rooster's got to fuck them. So no, 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 we don't need babies. They they do make eggs without the on top of them. So you know what? Yeah, yeah. You don't need a rooster. They they make an egg. It's the rooster who does. Hold the, up! Yeah. Wait a minute! No, wait a fucking minute! Mm-hmm. They just naturally just produce eggs, make, and there's nothing. They make like three hundred eggs in their lifetime. So where is so where are these eggs that you speak of? <laughs> I don't know yet. We have we have a, we have a couple more months because they're young, and so I don't think of them that way. Um, but but once. Once they start this is, producing eggs. This was oh. like from nature show to totally uncomfortable fucking pedophile it conversation. Did. It did. It's like, I got these yeah, chickens. I have underage chickens right now, mm. so I can't really talk about their laying abilities. <laughs> well, I got these uh I got these chickens in the back and they're kinda young. <laughs> so uh, I don't wanna I don't wanna do anything with those chickens. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully they give me some eggs. Oh, stop it. No, this things have taken a foul turn. We did. We went over that last week. I don't know if you knew. Um, what's his name? Keith. Um, uh, Keith. He looks like Colonel Sanders. Um, he looks like Colonel. Sanders. Yeah, he does. He looks like Colonel. And and uh, he was up at uh, Whippersnappers, and he was doing all these chicken things. And my audience was burying the chicken jokes. And it was just <laughs> fucking. They go. His wife won't come near him because she's chicken. And then they were doing some. Uh, Do you see the size of that chicken, which you just wrote again? <sighs> And it's I'm your butterfly. You so there was a lot of funniness going on. So well, we, we won't get we into were, that. We were we were gonna name the chickens like Nugget and McNugget and things like <laughs> that, but we we thought better of it. Well, you can eat them after they produce all their eggs, right? She's upstairs sleeping. She can't hear that, but yes, we can. I hate to break it to you, chickens don't understand English. Right. Or any or any of the other human languages as far as that fucking goes. They're chickens. Yeah. And they don't have a great attention span or, you know, uh, they have ADHD or, or would it be CDHD, yeah. uh, you know, um, but it's not as bad as goldfish. Cause from what I understand, goldfish every three seconds have a complete brain wipe and just go, I'm a goldfish. Yeah. I'm a goldfish. I'm it, a goldfish. It's like Dory. It's for real. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. really fucking Dory. It's it like, is. Oh, I was like, I was looking for my little son, um, Jimbo, Jimbo, what's his name? Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo, we fed our goldfish to the chickens because they didn't know any better. Right, so. and no one's going to remember anything. It's like goldfish mm-hmm. you have total, total fucking non-memory of chickens. So. <laughs> right. But Brian, I'll tell you, now, uh, what do you got coming? You got anything big coming over the next couple of months? I know you're off this weekend, but what do you got? You got the, the yep. show at Murphy's? Yeah, I got Come. the show at Murphy's. I'm working on the book. Uh, you know, the biggest thing I was doing was your show. And now, uh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> it's pretty quiet. Um, you know, I, I always have some, something always pops up like a couple minutes before I, you know, decide I'm going to do nothing that night or I have my fourth cocktail. And then I'm like, oh, I got to go do that. So, so before I let you go, now that you get, now that you're, because you're doing the book and doing all that, uh, I want to actually go through, uh, which I ask all my guests, I call it gigs, best, worst, and first, where you all go right. through the first time you were ever on stage, the best time you were ever on stage, and of course, the worst, and in that order, because the first is always a good story, best is always the awe story, and the worst is always the funniest story, and you have to go back to the first time you were on stage, so tell us about your first Best and worst experiences. First on time stage. on stage. Good God, was that 1993, 94? Somewhere I was at Catch a Rising Star in Harvard Square. Oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, yeah, I was there. Got up. Must have been three hundred people in the club that night. It was. It was part of a. You know, hey, we're gonna. You know, we'll throw the new people on. 
not pay them anything and, and <laughs> let them be embarrassed. Jonathan Katz went up before me because he was yeah. practicing for the Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. And so all I could think of is, well, you know, <laughs> I definitely, no matter what, I'm going to suck. So yeah. I was really relaxed. And, <laughs> and, and actually, that, that may have actually turned out to be my best show. And Robin, Robin was still booking that room? He said sign up that was about a foot and a half long? Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, maybe the worst gig. No, well, you got to go with the best. Oh, first. I got to go with the yeah. best gig. I mean, open it. You know, yeah. being the. I've had I've had some really 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 good gigs. I, I mean, the, the the what was the recent Witch City uh, Comedy Festival? Yeah. The, wall, yeah. the walls freaking shook after I got off, and of course that was one of those comedy festivals where you, you bring audience members and they vote, and I I, I don't have a lot of friends, <laughs> and so so you know. It, you took it with a grain of salt and left from there, but it just felt good leaving there. I was, I was definitely on a high. Good. Um, so yeah, that can be, you know, Eric's room, that theater, the Griffin theater can be a really, really good room. Yeah, it was fabulous. I I really enjoyed it. And the worst, (laughs) the worst gig is a little bit of a tie because I was going to say, you know, it was another night at catch and it was the base major league baseball all-star game. Um, I have three actually, if you don't mind, uh, major league baseball, all-star game. Nobody was really in the audience except this girl in the front row wearing a dress and she had her feet up on the stage and she wasn't wearing underwear. (laughs) So that's a bad show. My act wasn't very good, but boy, the rest (laughs) of life was great. Um, Let's see, uh, played a place up in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Nobody there but other comics. Um, so I made a bet with one of the other comics that I could do my whole set in a fake German accent, okay. which I did. Good. I did. I nailed it. And, uh, you know, this this Saturday, not, it was a great <laughs> gig because there were 70 people, and I got to work with Mike Donovan and Mike McDonald. They were just Right. Awesome. I wanted to ask you about that. That's the, uh, that and, was the big show. Yeah, and it was it, it was it was right here in in beautiful Manchester by the sea. Except all the people that I had always heard about that live in Manchester by the sea and talk like they're from Manchester by the sea, they were there. Showed up. <laughs> yeah, I so, know. <laughs> so my jokes about having sex with midgets and midget porn and that didn't go so well. Right. <laughs> but my Karen Carpenter jokes for the first time ever got the most laughs yeah you know this they were they were they were sheer genius if i might say so myself (laughs) i was on top of the world well yeah that's the uh i was were you sitting on top of the world and Mm -hmm. out on creation was that how's that something on create yeah something like that (laughs) Mm -hmm. well brian it's uh it's been great having you on man good stories and i'm sorry that manchester by the sea is manchester (laughs) by the sea but that's just i love living here and i actually have there's there's a great group of people here and i and i love hanging out with them so it's nice. just I, I don't know where these other people came from but, well the, there's a lot <laughs> of the other kind so <laughs> <laughs> but thanks man hey and uh I, once my show gets all done and uh on on thursdays i i'm probably gonna try to uh stop by again uh because i had a good time at murphy's and as long as they find uh, the fucking microphone uh, everything should be good there yeah. so <laughs> excellent we're gonna try a megaphone this week either that or we're gonna just roll a cone of paper and try to yell through it now when's your when's your next show there the sixth november 6 7 30 oh okay yeah, yeah then i can that'll be the last that's my last thursday open so yeah and that's the last there thursday half so yeah I'll, I'll try to swing by and see say hi say hi to the new guys i loved it doing the the showcase newer guys and meeting a yeah, lot of people a lot of fun yeah 
All right, Matt. Well, we'll uh, we'll definitely see you next week, and we'll probably see you on the circuit, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to go visit uh, Brian, uh, you can actually uh, digitally stalk him. He is on Facebook at this is going to get complicated. BG, it's it's BG Lewandowski. No, no, you can do it an even easier way. Okay, at real Brian Gerard. Oh, okay. That's yeah. well, that's the Twitter one too, right? Oh, that was Facebook. Yes, yeah. Facebook. Sorry. Facebook's a little tricky. Facebook mm-hmm. is a BG Lewandowski L E W A N D O S. Uh, L-O-D-O-W-S-K-I and if you want to uh, follow him on Twitter it's Real Brian Gerard because there are several Brian Gerards on the planet there's a wrestlers and there's some funny ones and there's some there's a pianist or something and there's an organist oh you're the organist anyway (laughs) but yeah all that stuff is in the chat so you guys can just scroll down and you'll see at the beginning of the show and you can of course listen to the replay and it's all in the title head so but Brian, thank you so much for joining me on radio. Regardless, uh, I will see you uh, uh, next Thursday, and uh, I'll probably see you around the uh, the circuit, my friend. All right, thank you for having All me. Right. I had a ha- great time. I appreciate it. Have a great night, Brian. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Brian Gerard, uh, a very funny guy, uh, and it was good to have him on the show. So I'm going to check the chat. And the mail, no chat, no mail, which means I get to wrap the show on my hour thing. I'm trying to get the show down to an hour, uh, and it's fun. It's like quick and pop, 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 pop. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm actually going to tell you where I'm going to be this weekend coming up uh, or the next over the next week. Tomorrow night, October 30th, I will be doing my last show, Sniff Snip, for the Hysterical Medium at Large in Salem, Mass. Tickets still available. Uh, for that, I'm sure, but it's the last night before Halloween, so I'm sure it's going to be packed out completely. Friday, October 31st, the big All Hallows Eve, I will be doing a corporate event in at the Hampshire House called Dining in the Dark, where literally you eat blindfolded, which is actually kind of cool. And uh, finally, on Saturday, November 1st, starting the new month right, I will be, excuse me, at Lots of Laughs Comedy Lounge, in North Andover, and I believe Paul Gilligan and Tumblin' Jack Walsh are actually going to be on that show as well. So that's what I got going on. What do you got going on, you crazy peeps? So um, that's been our show. Um, <clears throat> um, I'll tell you what. You do want to join me next week. Uh, we have a special 9.30 start time, um, but the show will still be quick, and I'll still get you off out in plenty of time with comedian Joe Flynn. Everybody, if you want to be a sponsor or a guest, email me at radioregardless at gmail.com. Call the hotline, 978-219-9294. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. Happy Halloween! This has been Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2014. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.